welcome to the Orion Report. Tonight's reading is from our website www.orionism.com and it is entitled Prismia. Many times I have sought to convey the teachings of Orionism in regards to the afterlife and specifically to the notions of a place called Prismia. Frankly, it all comes across as so much delusion and grandiosity, yet it is spirit's favorite conversation, and more auto writings and channelings have dealt with this topic than any other, though within our scriptures only passing mention. Vast hosts of spirits, elementals, angels, neutral angels, penitents, the myons of nature, and its elder lords eagerly await the opening of the way. In truth, there is an entire tome dedicated unto it, or my personal vision of it, that will never be shared, lest found, published, and distributed after my death. The topic is addressed in Monologue 56, Many Mansions, Priestly Training 7, of the IA and is a necessary work in progress for all aspiring clergy members, though not required for non-clergy. Orion clergy are encouraged in future days to brainstorm and coordinate their creative visions with the members of their own study groups or congregations. In this sense, a group of members might create a shared or common vision that may, in turn, become the manifest destination for all participants. What is Prismia? In short, it's a parallel universe, one of an infinite number of parallel universes. I am told it is of an order or class of universes known as primaries or eternals or root universes. Recently, it was revealed that what we call Prismia is simply our name for a place, a parallel, that has existed forever and which is directly tied to what is termed the transuniversal Uriel. To understand it, I would highly recommend seeking out and watching a movie called What Dreams May Come. It's not exact to the movie, but the movie is somewhat reflective of the topic. In simplest terms, however, it comes down to the notion of personal heavens, or spiritually inheriting your own world somewhere within the infinite multiverse, specifically in a parallel universe we call Prismia, the prism. On a more basic level, Prismia, as a priestly exercise, is rooted in very old mystical ideas about creative visualization and the development of the skills thereof. Honing, sharpening the priest's or priestess's ability to imagine, daydream to a much finer and detailed degree, which in turn helps the priest or priestess in all other mental, spiritual operations and divine workings. Visualization, aka focused imagination, focused daydreaming, is foundational to all matters of spiritual and psychic expression. In combination with belief or faith, concentration and will. Though this teaching may seem fantastical, grandiose, science itself tells us that it is very possible, even likely, 
that there are other universes, parallel worlds, realities, to our own. M-theory and quantum mechanics addresses this notion, though mystics and visionaries from times immemorial have always known the truth of many worlds or planes of existence. Some have envisioned the nature of infinity in a fractal sense, though Uriel itself has referred to a medium in which all universes exist, known as the transuniversal plane or dimension. Moreover, Uriel has often referenced a place called the Nexus, or the Anchor of the Infinite, a centermost point, the beginning of a line with no ending. Uriel's words, not mine. Oddly, over the decades, I've seen an explosion of bands and books, movies as well, which could almost be inspired by our teachings about Prismia, though I think it more likely to be a function or manifestation of the collective unconscious. It is also of note that Mormonism has a similar inner sanctum teaching about the sons of Elohim inheriting their own worlds as spirit beings with spirit families to reign as spiritual dynasties over entire planets throughout the universe. Given that there are near incalculable numbers of possible worlds within our current universe and the potential for infinite numbers of universes and worlds therein, it is not so large a promise in the divine perspective. In a manner of speaking, the existence of infinite worlds represents a whole lot of job openings out there in the totality of existence and management positions that need to be filled, figuratively. Now, Christians tend to poo-poo the idea that there are any other inhabited worlds in the universe, which as such would lower the specialness of humankind. Yet the Orion concept of God is the belief that God is more than any one world, race, or even one universe, but is an eternal creator, sustainer, destroyer, redeemer, creating an ever more populated cosmic entirety. Another purpose of priestly training level seven is to inwardly contemplate the nature and process of creation itself, the domino effects, the truly big picture, as well as the minutiae of existence. We humans are so quick to critique God, but could any one of us do any better, really? Now, it is possible for a godless occult type, a creative dreamer, to imagine for him or herself their own world, a vision of their own afterlife, and perhaps, with intense belief and energetic investment of will and words, to find themselves within such a realm in death a personal haven within the etheric astral layers of reality. Uriel explains, however, that any such mortal imagining manifested will tend to lack sufficient detail and is unsustainable over the long term, but will tend to degrade, conquered by etheric astral entropy. There are in truth many pocket realms, small worlds in the etheric and or astral planes, inhabited by the vain spirits of idols, as well as dead cult leaders with their cults, as well as near-forgotten immortal kings. The personal relationship with the Supreme Spirit Being, the Nexus Lord, God, with individuation, opens the lines of power and cooperation, 
in which the mortal spirit soul enters into a co-creative relationship with the one in joining a cooperative effort of God and man or woman. By this, God perfects, fulfills, takes the seed that you create and plant within the infinite and brings forth a tree of life therefrom. The field we are given as inheritance in which to plant our visions and in which the dreams, legends, myths, fantasies, fictions of humanity already exist as manifested realities, at least in parallel reflection, is what we call prismium. The imaginary lands of humanity are echoes of real places and times and realms, and existed before we ever wrote them into novels or made them into games or movies, deep within and through the trans-universal collective unconscious. So the fictions we humans dream up already exist, but in their real forms. What we receive and manifest outwardly in our level of reality as fictions or myths is almost always a pale and very, very filtered version thereof. Prismia is the vast eternal cosmos where the dreamlands are realized, but in their realized state, unfiltered and pure within their original form. Infinite universes, infinite worlds, infinite infinities, Creation is far, 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 far larger than most have ever dared conceive, inaccessible to mortal beings of illusion and flesh, and even unto the dumb dead, so easily herded in and out of localized heavenly or hellish pens and stockyards, herded back into this oh-so-very-limited fake and dead-in dreaming, a prison of the mind and spirit, governed by tyrant puppet masters. Knowing is half the battle. A relationship with the truth and the God-spirit thereof is what gets you beyond the veil of tears. The IA, the I am, is inoculation to the virus of the world delusion. The priest or priestess has set the one, the true God, the good Lord, beyond all worlds and universes as their beloved parent. The imperial parent gives to his, it, her, faithful sons and daughters the right to homestead, govern, some tiny corner of its infinite kingdom. Although you might choose instead to simply serve among the local or cosmic or trans-universal angels and saints, even merge with the all-one pleroma, attaining a state of blissful oneness, but ceasing to exist as an individual in the process. Choice is the true prize. Freedom to choose, to go to and fro, to wander or settle somewhere in the infinite. When you are family with God, IA, and the angels, you gain the liberty and privileges, but also the responsibilities associated with the highest imperial dynasty. From the Prismian Anthology Book, Biblical Roots. We live and we dream of life without end. But not in this, certainly not here on this level of existence, not on earth, not in this world. Oh, God forbid it. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. John 14.2 Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, 
according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory. Ephesians 3.20-21 After these things I saw, and behold, a door opened in heaven, and the first voice that I heard, a voice as of a trumpet speaking with me, one saying, Come up hither, and I will show thee the things which must come to pass hereafter. Revelation 4.1 Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Revelation 21 but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, where righteousness dwells. Peter 3.10-13 The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16.6 For as in Adam all die, and so in Christ, anointed, all will be made alive. But each in his own turn. Christ the firstfruits, then when he comes those who belong to him. Then the end will come, when he hands over the kingdoms to God the Father, after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For he has put everything under his feet. Now when it says that everything has been put under him, it is clear that this does not include God himself, who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, then the Son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him, so that God may be all in all. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed, in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal 
with immortality. Then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Corinthians 15, 22 through 28, and 51 through 57. Not because of what we do or do not do, but because God loves us. And in this love, all things become possible, immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. On Anu El, El Elyon, El Echad, Ahura Mazda, Atan, Yahweh, Cosmic Christ, Emmanuel, Oranos, Saturn, Aether, Zervan, Mithras, Ymir, Allah, Dao, Jade Emperor, Wakantanka, Satnam, and Baha, and in the Gnostic sense, the Protagonus, and the Pleroma, Eleleth, and Abraxas, undifferentiated oneness, names of the one and eternal being, the High Father, concentrated down to Agape, divine love, and the I Am that I Am. These names invoked and called upon for guidance and for manifestation. We are compelled, we are told clearly to dream our dreams, to give every dream, every desire, every hope, every need, every want and lust, every wish to the one, whether good, bad, or in between, and to create in visualizations, words written and spoken, and pictures, art, our own happy place our personal paradise within. Every priest and priestess of the way from heaven is counseled in the mental construction of a personal world, or even a personal galaxy, which is to be placed within the overall Urian universe known as Prismia. By creatively committed to paper, offered then to God in prayer and fire, realized by faith, hope, and love as truth, Tweaked, honed, polished, perfected, according to the will of the Eternal. What maker of an imaginary world does not wish to then dwell therein? Or what maker of virtual worlds does not fashion a character to play therein? The author of fiction lives within each character, heroes and the villains. What kind of story would you have if not for the villains? Or what hero without challenge? What good without evil? Or what sentience without the choice? Are you and I merely avatars in the game that our creator has made and is now playing? In the Gnostic sense, the forever son, or metaphoric Aten, is the true God, the good who defines what is good. And from the one and all parent, come his, it, her children, the aeons, as governors and expressions, noumena, of the one. And such aeons are not only beings, but also eternities. So it is that Prismia is the eternity of our local cloud of universes, and she, it, he, is an entity of undifferentiated oneness, a unity of opposites, harmoniously balanced and fully enthroned at the end of the rainbow, in the prism realm. In due course, our universe, the seen and the unseen, will be drawn into the heart, and there merge with it, and all shall be judged. 
dispersed to new destinies and worlds, each according to their true nature and as warranted by their deeds and allegiances. The Eternal Priesthood, the Order of Melchizedek, the Immortal Priesthood, the Anointed of the Eternal One, as undying shepherds they shall gather their sheepfolds and lead them unto the pastures prepared for them by their master, there to wear crowns of everlasting life. Such are the sons and daughters of the forever emperor of all worlds, the true princes and princesses of the universe, who will receive the inheritance promised to the elect in untold worlds and throughout time. As I looked, thrones were set in place and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. Revelation 20, 11 through 12. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Daniel 7, 9-14 So we have become more than servants, more than conquerors. In Emmanuel, God with us, we have become children of the forever Son. And in crossing the rainbow bridge, we shall be scattered as starseed, with our heavenly treasures and the entourage of disciples and the hosts of the intercessed, throughout the rainbow realm of Prismia, each to our kingdoms. What I am saying is that as long as an heir is under age, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. The heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So also, when we were underage, we were in slavery under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. Galatians 4, 4-7 through Everyone who has ever been, every spirit, will be restored to life in Prismia, in some form. But most souls will be lost forever, left with only a basic pattern or echo of behaviors. The elect make intercession for some, and such ones will be rewarded, each according to their shepherd's good graces. And unto every shepherd has been given eternal companions. For the majority, God shall be the judge. 
and in truth and justice God doth judge. And the living and the dead shall be assigned their lot in new heavens and new earths, each according to their deeds and their allegiances, each according to the gods of their heart. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Daniel 12, 2 Our God is the Almighty One. Our God rules the infinite. But all glory is given the Holy of Holies, for still it is conscious of each one, as if walking along with the characters of infinite stories constantly being written and told. If you're interested in teachings about Prismia, visit our website at www.urianism.com. Until then, God bless you. Come on.